What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred, Caleb Edward Edley, here with my co-host, as always, the invincible Clay Stroman. What's up, Clay? Not too much, Caleb. How you doing, man? It's been a little bit. It has, you know, same old, same old. Uh, Start going to the gym again, because I've put on some uh, corona weight, quarantine weight. I got fat, so. The corona 15. It's more like... Yeah, it's probably about fifty. It's 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 too much. It's too much. Yeah, I uh, I put on some weight myself in quarantine. I got up to uh, what was I? I got up to like one eighty five, which is like the most I've ever weighed. What do you, are you normally at? Like one sixty? No, I'm normally around like one seventy ish. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, well, uh, I, I think I'm trying to come down to one eighty five actually. So. Okay. But I mean, I am a little bit taller than you. So. How tall are you? Six one. Okay. What are you like? Five eleven? We'll say six. We'll we'll say six. We'll say it. <laughs> Look, I was five eleven and three quarters the last time I got a physical, mm-hmm. which was for um, you know, varsity basketball our senior mm-hmm. year. And and you so, think you're still you were still growing? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. But okay, I don't think I'm. I was still growing since then, but I like to think. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm six one, and we'll say Clay is uh, six. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> what you reading? What you watching? Um, honestly, I've been watching a ton of YouTube puppy videos, like how to That's... train your dog, or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been, I've just been trying to like read up, get in the know, just make sure that I have everything squared away for this little pup. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, so good. She can be a hellion at times, but she's also learning a bunch of stuff very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, she's just a good little girl. That's awesome. Yeah. I like yeah. that Snapchat of her uh, chasing her tail. It reminded me of, like, Brooks never chases his tail, never chased his tail when he was a puppy. Boston does that shit constantly. It reminded me of her. He still does. Uh, yeah, she does. Um, she every, does. Yeah. Yes. You always do that, but it's okay. One day you'll get it. <laughs> must be must be just like a female dog thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, cause like, can't be bothered. It, it's just like, ran- it's random too. Like she, like she just notices it. Like it hasn't been there her whole life. It's like, she forgets about it from time to time. And then she's like, Oh shit. What is that? Yeah. And then just yep. circle around. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. Cora, Cora will literally bite her tail and then just walk around in a circle with it in her mouth. Yep. So yep. she doesn't have to chase it anymore, but she still, once she has bitten it, she still wants to go around in a circle. <laughs> crazy little, crazy yeah. little critter. It's got to be a female thing then. Did you see her messing with the uh, the doorstop? No, I don't think I saw see, saw that one. Yeah, I put it on I put it on my story. Um, you know how puppies do the thing with the doorstop where they mm-hmm. hit it with their paw, it does the boing, and then they like do the puppy pose where they crouch down and start barking. Sure. Yeah. Yep. She's been doing that. She discovered the doorstop earlier today, and uh, I couldn't really get her away from it. It was like her favorite thing today. <laughs> well, at she least hates, you save money on she toys. She hates that, that right? damn doorstop. Huh? I said you save money on toys that way. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, she has like eight toys that with toys, it's like she's really, really into each toy for a couple days and then it just gets kind of forgotten about. So she's got like eight toys where she'll rotate between them, but it's Mm -hmm. like she doesn't really want to play with one of them for more than a couple minutes these days. So (laughs) she can't be. Good thing I got that doorstop. Yeah, good thing. Good thing she's got a tail and she's not docked. (laughs) She makes her own fun. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, what about you? What you been up to? I have actually 
been watching still still on the doctor who i've gone back and forth between doctor who and clone wars i'm on my doctor who uh side of it now i guess i can't think of uh, Mm -hmm. another word for it but uh i'm on season three out of 12 there's 12 on hbo max so i'm just slowly chugging through that and then in a few days i'll probably switch back to clone wars i want to keep it fresh i don't want to get burned out on them you know Um, sure i've also been not, I haven't been watching Love Island, but Jessica has. So, like, if I come out of the office, I catch, like, some pieces of it. She's been, like, actually watching it all the way through. So, like, I'll have to get her to catch me up at at whatever point I've come out to, like, take a break and, and, and see what's going on. Uh, it's a fantastic crazy. show. It's wild. Excellent show. She's uh, on- is it the British one or the American one? The British one. Okay. Well, I guess it's not all British. There's, like, some Scottish people on there, I think. The UK one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's on season one, um, and I got is they were showing dicks and titties and shit. It was, it was um, wild. No, no, I saw it. It's on Netflix. I saw a dick and I saw some. Oh, I didn't see tits, but Jess told me about the tits. And since I saw the dick, I believe it. They they showed someone's actual penis. Yeah, he he was about to go skinny dipping and he rips his his boxers off and then he his dick obviously flops out and then he jumps in the water. I think I missed that. <laughs> I don't ask me who it was, but probably for the best. <laughs> um, and then the Playboy Bunny um, apparently shows her boobs. Okay. So, and then I like that they I like that they don't blur anything out. I like that they don't bleep cussing. Like it's like uh, Bachelor in Paradise on steroids. I, I I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show. Big recommend. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Masters of the Cultureverse. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you leave a review. Give us five stars. All of the above. We love you. Mwah. Thank you. Clay, take us away with sports. Okay. Well, I mean, we're right in the middle of the NFL playoffs here, obviously. Um, we've got our divisional round set. We've got a couple games on Saturday, a couple games on Sunday. Um, we've got an NFC game where we got an NFC game and an AFC game on both days. Mm-hmm. So, so Saturday we got the Rams playing the Packers, a couple Packers. good teams. Yeah. A couple good teams. Um, good offenses, good defenses. I'm picking the Packers in that one. Um, I would like to see Aaron Rodgers get a second ring mm-hmm. and he actually kind of is the MVP of this season. I think, um, he's had a huge year and, um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to pick the Packers in that one. And then we have the, Again, on Saturday, we have the Ravens playing the Bills. So that one's a little bit tougher because the Ravens are kind of on a tear. The Bills are also kind of on a tear. Both yeah, teams have be a good, good offenses. What's up? I said that'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Both teams have really good offenses, really good defenses. Um, I'm going to pick the Bills in that one mainly because I want to see I want to see Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen go head-to-head. So – I was gonna pick the Bills as well, but now that you picked them, I kind of want to pick the Ravens. Just yeah, so, go with the Ravens. Just so we're not. But I want the Bills. So, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna go with you. We agree. Packers and Bills are both gonna win. So there. Okay. It is. Yeah. And then on Sunday we've got um, the Bucks and the Saints, and mm-hmm. we we were talking about last week, and I want to say that I I kind of low key picked the Bucks to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, we both it did. Was either yeah. Between the yeah, it was between the Packers and the Bucks for me, but I think the Bucks defense is kind of like the the difference maker there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to pick the bucks over the saints, even though they have the lower seed, they're the five seed, the saints are the two seed, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the bucks in that one. Um, and then we've got the Browns and the chiefs. So 
the Browns are pretty interesting right now. They've been winning. Um, well, obviously, they just won the first playoff game. Mm-hmm. They got to the playoffs for the first time in, I don't know, what, 10, 15, whatever years. They won their playoff game. They didn't even have their regular head coach uh, available. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. Mike Prefer was their head coach. Mm-hmm. You know about that, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. So, Allie, somebody we know, her uncle, who I've met, and his whole family. So yeah, he he went out there, went out there and did his thing, and they got the win. It was kind of a big deal. Obviously, we kind of like have ties to this family, so that was all over Facebook for us to to kind of see everybody in the family posting about it. When did he go to the Browns? Because last I, I think was he on the Broncos before that? Okay, so he started with the Broncos, then he was with the Vikings. Ah, uh, yes, um, yes, yes, for a handful of years, and then he's been on the Browns probably three years now. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's maybe awesome. maybe two. I want to say this is his third season with the Browns. Okay. Yeah. So he typically he's their special teams coach, but um, he did the same thing. Um, I believe his last season on the Vikings, Mike Zimmer, who's the Vikings head coach, he had some like eye surgery, some like big crazy thing with his eye. Mm-hmm. He couldn't coach, and Mike Prefer came in and he was the head coach. So he's done it before, and basically they had him step up again here, and he got it done. And the Browns looked really good. I mean. They looked really good. They looked like a, a very, very solid team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, they're coming in really hot, but they're playing the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Right. Um, so I'm I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs in that one, but I think it'll be a better game than people are thinking. Is he um, coaching again? I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I picked the Chiefs. I picked Chiefs-Bucks for my Super Bowl picks um, last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Um, okay. Oh. The Browns, they, they have been surprising me, though, but I'm still going to stick with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Browns still have some some key injuries, but, I mean, they've got potentially the best running game in the league. I mean, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and this is like a revenge game for Kareem Hunt. Uh, he used to be on the Chiefs, and he was one of the best running backs in the league. Now he's the backup to Nick Chubb, who Nick Chubb is looking like he's maybe like a top three running back these days. Mm-hmm. But Kareem Hunt, they give him the ball. He gets like 10 plus carries per game and he always ends up with like one, two touchdowns. He's yeah. a stud. Um, he's looking like he's still one of the best running backs in the league. So they just have these these two absolute beasts running the ball. And uh, I so, yeah, anything can happen. But against the Chiefs, you got to think they're going to go down. Like maybe the Chiefs score early a couple times and they have to abandon the run game a little bit. But I mean, shit, that's what people were saying was going to happen last week uh, against the Steelers of all teams who were, you know, supposed to be this powerhouse team. They went 11-0 and before they uh, got their first loss, and then they lost four out of their last five. I guess five out of, uh, out of their last six counting this playoff game. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe the Browns can do anything, or maybe the Steelers are just, like, super fraudulent. I get that's It's hard prob- to win when you spot the other team 28 points, so. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That was and, um, terrible. Yep. Yeah, and a lot of the um, the Chiefs players are coming out basically saying, like, um, everybody's saying, like, oh, it's going to be a good matchup. You know, we got, like, a competitive game on our hands, and a bunch of the Chiefs players are coming out like, no, 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 this is still the Browns. Like, let's not forget. <laughs> but that's what multiple Steelers players said last week, it's especially true. Juju. Especially Juju, who's been just kind of like a shithead this latter part of the season. He was – you know, taking TikToks on the logo, and then they got smacked um, in that game. And and then in this one, he was talking shit beforehand, like, no, nah, no, nah, this is the Browns. Like, like, come on, they're always going to be the Browns. They don't have a shot against us. And then 
they come out and completely dismantle the Steelers like easily. And then Juju, he even had a quote after the game. He was like, "Yeah, no, I like it was a good game. They played well, but like I stand by what I said." Like, How? <laughs> Jesus. What you, okay. What do you mean? Yeah. Um. So I wonder yeah, if he I mean, still I'll, has those TikToks up. Do what? I wonder if he still has those TikToks up. Dude, I hope not. And I know that Mike Tomlin had a conversation with him. I saw a quote on Twitter where Mike Tomlin was like, yep, no, I'm planning on, you know, having to sit down with Juju and, and talking about the whole TikTok thing. You know, we'll, we'll get it squared away. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to go with the Packers over the Rams, mm-hmm. the Bucks over the Saints, mm-hmm. the Bills over the Ravens, and I have to pick the Chiefs over the, the Browns. Um, yeah, I guess the Bucks is typically or technically going to be an upset here. They're the five seed over the two seed, but the rest of them, we're just picking the best team in each matchup. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, so yeah, that's where we're at in the playoffs. It's basically like the the semifinals for each division. Um, you know, four teams left after this one. It'll be heating up, and you know, we'll be watching with bated breath, edge of our seats, and and all that jazz. All right, you can you can breathe out. We're good. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we got for football here. Um, and then we, I lost sound on you, buddy. Yeah. So on to, uh, NBA, we've actually got some really big news here. Did you hear anything about the whole James Harden situation? I heard that he's on the the nets now. Yeah. Big blockbuster trade. I mean, the Rockets and James Harden have been kind of a, kind of a stupid saga for the past few months i mean he's been going to strip clubs fucking around breaking protocol they've been talking about you know we maybe we need to get this guy out of here you know obviously we're not winning with him anyways um so yeah i mean they finally pulled the trigger and james harden actually what's funny is that the same day that the trade happened this happened a couple days ago earlier that day the rockets put out some like statement they were like yeah, we're going to keep James Harden away from the team until we can get a trade worked out. So they were going to like shun him for a little bit. But then like an hour later, the news dropped about this trade. And so it's it's funny because four teams are included in this trade. It's the Rockets, the Nets, the Pacers, the Cavs. And every team but the Nets is getting like a package, at least two players, draft picks, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the Cavs are getting Jared Allen, who is like an up and coming center who was on the Nets. Really good young guy, like kind of a kind of turning into a star. And Torian Prince, who's just kind of like a, a role player, another big guy. The Pacers get Karis Lavert from the Nets, who is a young guard, you know, dude from Michigan, up and coming, like also star. So that's two like up and coming stars that the Nets gave away. Of course they already have KD and, and Kyrie Irving, so it's not really that big of a deal. But the Pacers got Karis Lavert. And a 2023 second round pick, Mm -hmm. which whatever, who cares? The Rockets, this is where it's kind of funny. The Rockets who gave up James Harden, they got Victor Oladipo. Obviously, that's that's a pretty good, a pretty solid pickup for them. Good singer. Um, What's that? I said he's a good singer. Dude, I've I've seen. I want to say I've seen a video of him singing on Instagram or something like that. Mm. Uh, He was on the the first season of The Masked Singer. He was really good. Okay, dope, dope, cool. Um, They also got. Rodian's Cricks, which I don't even really know who that guy is. Mm. Um, Dante Exum, who's a young point guard. Four unprotected first-round picks for four different years. What does unprotected four... mean? What's that? What does unprotected mean? You know what? That's a pretty good question. Hmm. 
I don't really know. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it means that like they can get, they can give them up or something like that if they need to make trades for them. Um, and four unprotected first round pick swaps. So I guess the ability to swap picks Mm -hmm. in four of the upcoming drafts. So anyways, the Rockets got all of this shit. The Pacers got a couple things. The Cavs got a couple things and the Nets. What did they get? James Harden. So now James Harden is with KD and Kyrie. Um, He's played with KD before, obviously, in OKC. And, you know, they couldn't win anything together. They were both super young. Um, But, yeah, now we have this team with these three superstars who all want the ball in their hands at all times. So you got to think it's not really going to work like, okay, like, you you pick this team in two K, they're going to be awesome. Sure, but in re- in real life, like you got to think they're not going to be able to go up a team, go up against a team like the Lakers and actually make it work. Right. When all three of these guys have to have their have the ball in their hands, they're all, I mean, they're all ISO players. They just take the ball at the top of the key, dribble around, create a shot for themselves, do whatever they want, drive to the basket, step back three, whatever. They all do that stuff. Right. So. So yeah, somebody's going to have to give the rock up and. What's funny is that Kyrie, he he left the Cavs in the first place. And, you know, after him and LeBron were together winning championships, he was talking shit about LeBron. Like, you know, I got to be the guy, you know. And then K, uh, KD came onto the Nets with him. And he's like, finally, I have somebody who, like, I can trust to take the last shot, blah, 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 blah. But his whole thing was he was always salty about playing with LeBron because he had to be the guy. Like, it had to be him and no one else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, the guy clearly doesn't want to win. He clearly just wants to be the guy with the ball in his hands at all times. Right. And and then KD gets on his team, and we haven't even really seen him play much together. They've both been hurt on and off. Kyrie's always hurt. Um, but it's like, okay, how's that going to work when he wants to be the guy? And KD is arguably the best basketball player on the planet right now, definitely one of them. Um, before he was hurt, the argument was a lot stronger, but – yeah, and now they have, so now we got Kyrie who wants the ball at all times. So he's going to have to sit there and watch James Harden going to the foul line 20, 25 <laughs> times a game <laughs> and shooting all these like step back threes, like that travel move that he always does, that yeah. like double step back. So yeah, I don't, we'll see how it plays out. It should be, should be interesting. I mean, I think we know for a fact that we're at least going to see some crazy games from this team, like some games where they score 150 points and hit like 43s and and stuff like that. But I can't see them winning the championship. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but it just doesn't seem likely. Who's to say? I got a, I got a definition on you for the uh, unprotected pick. Hit us with it. All right. Let's say the, uh, the thunder traded away their 2020 NBA draft pick back in 2017, but did not protect it. Even if that pick turns out to be the number one overall pick, the team that received the unprotected draft pick will keep it. So it's basically like just because we don't know okay. the draft order. If it's protected, they, right. could, they could get it back. Unprotected, okay. the other team gets to keep it. Yeah, that checks out. Wow. Okay. Good to go. Well, wow. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So, I mean, the NBA season's in full swing. And what's kind of funny about this James Harden trade is that a couple of days ago, LeBron James, you might have seen a video on Twitter or Instagram or something he hit like the Steph Curry turnaround three where mm-hmm. he shoots the ball and then he just turns around. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in, it was on the baseline in the corner. He put the three ball up and then he turned right around and just like looked at his bench. Apparently he had made a bet with, um, I think Dennis Schroeder or somebody on the team 
that he would do it in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did. And it was just like a thing that was going around social media. You know, he does the, the Steph Curry shot. And so now there are memes about like LeBron James does this once and the Nets in the NBA has to go and create another super team to, <laughs> to respond. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I guess, I guess on that note about super teams, now nobody can really say that shit about LeBron anymore. Like he has to like pull all stars together and he can't win without another star. First of all, nobody's ever won without a, without another star, but, um, but yeah, now every other team in the league is, is forming super teams to, to basically go up against LeBron. So, I mean, nobody can say anything. Anymore. I mean, I mean, that's just the nature of the game. Like I was never on board with that whole, like, Oh, you gotta make a super team. Like, no, I'm just getting the best yeah. players, motherfucker. Right. Right. And like LeBron, he was on the Cavs for seven years at the very beginning and they literally made zero moves to give him another good player. Yeah. His second best player for that whole time was Mo Williams. Like, that's not. I think. I think Mo Williams was maybe an All Star one year. I think he had one year where he was an All Star. Um, and the Cavs wouldn't help LeBron out. I mean, he dragged. He dragged one of those shitty Cavs teams to the finals, like a soggy, like warm bag of garbage. And um, yeah, so he left and joined the Heat. Obviously, created a good team, won some championships, but. Now everybody's just doing it. Uh, Kawhi, you know, KD, yeah. Kyrie, mm-hmm. James Harden, like everybody. The only pe- the only person we're not really seeing doing it is Giannis because he just wants to stay with the Bucks. Um, <laughs> Good for but, him. I mean, they've got they've got some other solid players on that team though. But uh but yeah, I mean, NBA season's in full swing. I mean, we got our fantasy uh, league going. I want to say I'm I think last time I checked I was 2 Two zero and one. I want to say I've never set my lineup except for that first week, dude. I, I've only set my lineup once too. Okay, like and it was the t- it was the time that Ethan yelled at me too. That was the only yeah. time I set it up. <laughs> yeah, it was the only time I set my lineup, and somehow I'm I'm two zero and one. I don't really understand how that works. It's same same two zero and one here. Uh, yeah, see, I feel like that's motivation for me not to set my lineup. I agree, and I'm I'm playing Sheridan, so uh, Sheridan, you're going down. Her team's pretty solid, actually. Well, she's still gonna lose. She took a very strategic and a little analytical approach to her draft and ended up with a pretty solid team. What but then was, again, we all have solid teams. Yeah. What was her analytical um, approach? Uh, she was just looking at players who were scoring above their projections like consistently because we, we drafted a few days into sure, – yeah. we drafted like a week into the season or something like that. Uh-huh. So most players had already played, mm-hmm. and she was only drafting people who had consistently outscored their projections. Okay, smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a, she's a numbers gal. So Okay. Well, you're still going down, so. Yeah, she's going down like a sweet muffin. There we go. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of where we're at with NBA news right now. I mean, games are happening – Trades are happening. Things are happening. I've seen rumors about Bradley Beal and potentially Carl uh, Anthony Towns being traded pretty soon too. So we might have some news about that. Um, we got John Wall, obviously. You know, he's on the Rockets these days doing his thing. And uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll just keep following it. Awesome. Well, thank and, you, Clay. Uh, yeah. Well, our last piece of sports news oh, is that extras. is that hockey started. Okay. Now moving on. <laughs> You know, last year I said, you know what? I'm going to try to watch hockey. I want to be a hockey fan. I'll be a Hurricanes fan because obviously we live in North Carolina. I was like, I'll root for the Canes. I'm going to watch hockey. And then I didn't. 
Okay, we're gonna follow the Canes this year, you and I. All right. Um, when I so when I was in D.C., that was when the Capitals were winning the Stanley Cup, and you know all that stuff was going down. So exciting like, times. You know, what's that? I said exciting times. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of had to be a hockey fan. You know, everybody was talking about hockey. And, mm. uh, everybody, I mean, we were going to the games. Obviously, it was a huge deal that they won the Stanley Cup. There was the parade and whatever. Um, I fell off a little bit since I left DC, but I want to get back into it. Like, we're going to be Canes fans, you and I. All right. I'm going to have to look up the rules of hockey because I don't really know much. I know there's three periods. There are. There are. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a, you can fight. You can, mm-hmm. and I know there's a you penalty do, box. You do get you do get kicked from the game for a little bit after you fight. You get in the penalty there's box, a, right? There is a penalty box, and what happens when somebody goes to the penalty box? They sit there and look angry as fuck. I don't know what happens. The other team gets a power play if they have more players on the ice. What is a power play? When you have more players, oh, that's, on the that's ice. just what it, when you have more. This just I, it's, it sounds like yeah. a special type of play. Like, all right, we got a power play. Like, if I was in a video game, the puck would start fucking glowing or something, and yep. then just like, Pfft. yeah, it's like a it's like a um, shit. What was it called in NBA Street? Game breaker. Game breaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. They're like the tossing like, it behind their backs and shit, and then yeah, yep. okay, like the dunks where it's like one guy would jump, do like. Three windmills, two between the legs, and throw it up to the next guy. Yes. He would do two 360s, a windmill between the legs, throw it up to the next guy. God, that game was yeah. ridiculous. One of my favorite games, though. Oh, yeah. Classics. They need to redo it for current gen. They really do. Like, Street Volume 2 like was that, my shit. I feel like that game would kind of blow up. That would sell really well, I feel like. Oh, I, I, I do not disagree at all. Okay. Well, Speaking of video games. Speaking. Harry Potter Legacy delayed to 2022, which I'm okay with. I'd rather it get delayed than have another Cyberpunk. Yeah, we don't want a Cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Harry Potter 2077. Harry Potter 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have delayed Cyberpunk to 2077. Maybe how, it would actually be complete by then. How old would we be in 2077? How old are we now? Well, 27 and 28. So that's 56 years from now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would be 84. Wow. I think. And you would be, what are you, 27? Mm-hmm. You'd be 83. Dude, 83 is a good age, man. I'm looking forward to it. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's right around the corner. Uh, you'll get there before me, so you just l- let me know how it is. All right. It's going to be dope. I'll just tell you right now. Okay. I believe you. I'm not making it to 84. Come on. You might. No, not at this rate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pokemon. I'm living, I'm living too much excess. Yeah. Rain it in. We'll see. Maybe by the time I get to like 82, I'll have a grasp on it. Okay. Hopefully. I hope so for your sake. All right. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap is coming on April 30th. Uh, it's with the newer Pokemon. You remember Pokemon Snap on the 64? Hell yeah, dude. Rolling around, snapping Diglets and Zubats and Snorlax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming to the Switch April 30th. So be on the lookout for that if you want some nostalgia with a little bit of new. Hell yeah. That's going to be lit. And some of uh, the bigger video game news, Lucasfilms Games is, is a thing again. They're the new home for all Star Wars games. And uh, they're teaming up with... Ubisoft for a new Star Wars 
title and it's going to be story driven and open world, you got to think it's going to be like Assassin's Creed Star Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are, what are the odds that, you know, you have to find like some tower, you climb it, you have to sink at the top of it, and then you can hold a button down to go into your Jedi sense so you can see through walls and shit. For sure. It, yeah. You don't you don't sink at the top of it. Though. You, you probably like meditate or something. Become yep. one with the force. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then the map opens up. And then as you're walking around, you can just use your Jedi vision. I yep. do want to say that I read somewhere that it's going to be like... They said it was going to be like some story we, we've never seen before or some shit. So I'm curious if it's going to... If it's gonna be a Jedi that you play as, or maybe like a bounty, since we're going Ubisoft, I'm thinking more stealth, more Assassin's Creed, maybe like a mm-hmm. bounty hunter um, that you play as. Yeah, I mean, I really want a lightsaber though. No, I'm Just I'm totally with you on any, that. Yeah, maybe maybe you can choose like maybe you have some options, or it switches between characters. Okay, something like that. Do it. I don't know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, we don't have it. This is all speculation at this point. Yeah, we we're just we're just guessing more. over here. We don't know yeah. shit. We ain't no shit. Um, Lucasfilm's game says they will still work with EA on a number of future projects, more announced in the next year or so. Um, so I'm thinking that we're going to get a Call of Duty situation. What do you mean? Uh, one Call of Duty game a year, one Star Wars game a year, but switching... Um, Studios? Yes. So Ubisoft, yeah. EA, hey, Ubisoft. Shoot, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. Although, I mean, EA, EA is kind of infamous for their Star Wars games and, well, their games in general. Fallen Order was a step in the right direction. So if they continue down that path, mm-hmm. then I think we should be good. I agree. But, yeah, but of course with, like, Battlefront, there were so many microtransactions. Like, they kind of had to redo Battlefront 2 yeah. uh, after they put it out. It ended up, I actually got it for, I think I got it for, like, five bucks, um, like, half a year ago or something like that. Same, and actually. So, it's a pretty solid game. It's a really solid game. They revamped like pretty much everything. They took out a lot of the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. They made the game a lot more balanced to where you don't have to actually pay to win. Right. Um, solid game. I mean, shit. Rolling around is Kylo Ren and Darth Maul. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty sweet. That's like my favorite mode to play. What is it? Like Legends mode or something? I don't know. It's like Vader, something Darth like Maul, uh, and Kylo Ren. <clears throat> and then you got like Luke and Leia Han and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, why would you why would you choose a team that has Leia and Han Solo <laughs> versus the team where it's just all badass Sith? Yeah, like all the Siths Stuts. have lightsabers, they're all badass. Then you got fucking Han and Leia, Leia rolling around pew, with just pew, a blaster. Pew 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 pew. pew. Yeah, fuck that. Yep. Yep. Um uh yeah, so They've also said that all of these Star Wars games are going to be canon in like the Star Wars universe. So that's also cool, expanding the universe in a, in a different medium. You, you know, I got Mandalorian over on Disney Plus and all those other shows. Got the movies, and now we got video games that are going to be canon as well. Hey, don't forget about the comics. And the comics. I don't. I actually don't read the Star Wars comics. Dude, they're Marvel. I know they are, but I, I don't read them. Yeah, so I've, I have sat down. I used to go in Barnes & Noble every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. So I have sat down and read through one Darth Vader comic. And it was fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've always, like, specifically on, like, the Star Wars Reddits, I've always heard about, just like, dude, if you want to see Darth Vader in his, like, true form, read the comics. <laughs> it's like, 
that hallway scene from Rogue One. Right. Just, but with all of it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, shit. Maybe I should get more into the Star Wars comics. Maybe, maybe that can be our New Year's resolution. <laughs> A little late in the game for one of those. It's never too late to to better yourself, Clay. You know what, Caleb? You're right. Thank you. I need to take my toxic mentality and just toss it. Leave it in 2020. Leave it in 2020 with the rest of that toxicity. Exactly. Because 2021 has been aces so far. It sure has. (laughs) Uh, Going back to Lucasfilm Games, they're also teaming up with Bethesda for a new Indiana Jones video game. We got a teaser. We didn't get much. We just got like a pan. Um, uh, I watched... uh, Sydney Goodman on the Daily Fix with IGN, she had somebody break down that like what was it like ten second trailer, but we think it's gonna take place in nineteen thirty seven. I should have wrote this down nineteen thirty seven. Was definitely gonna be in Rome because there's a plane ticket to Rome and there's a map of the Vatican and the Sistine Chapel. Um, so we're thinking that's kind of gonna be our setting and our time. And then you know you see okay. the hat and the whip. It's 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 awesome. Yeah. Um, Teaser didn't really give us much, but still enough to kind of pump up the hype level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was enough for me. Sure. Um, and I'm glad to see something. And since it's Bethesda, it's got to be like an open world Fallout type deal, right? Like, I. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. I mean, going around exploring, discovering different sites and going into caverns and shit and finding artifacts, like yeah. fighting a bunch of different factions. Probably some I'm Nazis with it. at some point. Yeah, I'm with it. The only thing I'm worried about is this being an Xbox exclusive since that Bethesda Microsoft deal. That's a good point. That's a good point. I had forgotten about that. And uh, this, it seems kind of cruel if they just started that with a game like this. Yeah, well, maybe this is revenge for outselling the Xbox and for Spider-Man and Miles Morales and and all the other good stuff that um, PlayStation has. Yeah, um, I do have an Xbox One, although this will probably be a new-gen thing, right? Probably. My roommate does have a Series X. Wow, So worse comes to worse. Yeah, worse comes to... He got it for Christmas. Must be nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, worse comes to worse. I'll just play it on that. Okay, cool. And I'll just wait to hear about it from you. And you got to think, okay. even if it is exclusive, they might do a time exclusivity thing. Because this... If, I say that, but like Spider-Man, but this has got to be too big to just be an exclusive. You know what I mean? Right, right. This would, yeah. I mean, this game should be pretty huge, right? Yeah, exactly. But again, Microsoft has no exclusives. So maybe that's what they're banking on this being so huge that people come over to the Xbox. Yeah. And they could, I mean, they could turn this into a whole franchise if they wanted to, too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we get screwed or not. I hope we'll see if we... We turn into those salty players and we actually feel the pain for the first time. Here's hoping that we don't. My, my fingers are crossed. Mm-hmm. Moving on to television news. We just got one thing. Amazon's Lord of the Rings series synopsis is finally revealed and I'm going to read it for you. Give it to me. Amazon Studios' forthcoming series brings to screens for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled Second Age of Middle-Earth's history. 
This epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, and will take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged, kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin, unlikely heroes were tested, hope hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover all the world in darkness. Beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters both familiar and new as they confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle-earth. From the darkest depths, mm, goddamn, from the darkest depths of the Misty Mountains to the majestic forests of the elf capital of Linden, to the breathtaking island kingdom of Numenor, to the furthest reaches of the map, these kingdoms and characters will carve out legacies that live on long after they're gone. Okay, that was hype. Yeah. It, it's a lot of words to tell us a lot of nothing, but I mean, we, we got... It sounded, it, yeah, it sounded like some very typical Lord of the Rings fair. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go to the elf capital. You're going to go to that island over there. We'll be in the Misty Mountains. Uh, it takes place thousands of years ago. and Unlikely heroes will be tested. Yeah. The, 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 greatest, the, most the, the greatest villain will return. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm still excited. I'll watch it for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Um, and I mean, it's Amazon. So we've we've seen plenty of really solid Amazon shows with high production values. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure this is a show that is going to feel like a movie when we're watching it. So oh, I'm with it. Definitely. I am excited for sure. Excuse me. Uh, moving on to movie news. Oh, one more thing. Have you seen uh, on HBO Max? the the new show search party so no but actually speaking of sherry she started watching it mm -hmm. and she she said it was good okay kind of recommended it so i think i'm gonna have to get into it have you started watching it no i saw it I, I was in the gym today and i was trying to put on something while i was like doing cardio and i saw it on the um the the splash page the homepage for hbo max and i was like oh this looks mm -hmm. kind of cool and I mean, honestly, the the little picture they have there, it looks kind of like an HBO Max version of Stranger Things. It doesn't really tell me anything about the show, um, but just that picture, I was like intrigued. There's like a shark or something trying to eat like these kid guys, people. I don't know. It looked kid interesting. Guys. Kid guys, people. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. All right, cool. We can we can, we can discuss, talk about it. Discuss stuff about that later. Four twenty somethings come together after a former college acquaintance mysteriously disappears, and they're only. 20 okay. 24 minute episodes so should burn through those pretty quick there are three seasons though it's a new show it i think it's i can't remember if it said season or series premiere so but there are three of them that's what it looked like homie okay all right interesting two seconds one mississippi two mississippi all right it's still loading up oh, there it is and it's gone. The splash page is now the Trump insurrection, which we're not going to talk politics. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's more, I mean, that's more interesting anyways. Just a nice, casual, fun conversation. <laughs> um, Lighthearted. Yeah, no. Um, yes, there are three seasons. But, it's a, but okay. it says it's a Max original. So I'm thinking maybe it started mm -hmm. before HBO Max and they just kind of took over the reins for this most recent season. Makes sense. Um, anyway, movie news, Morbius delayed to October 8th, 2021. So, I mean, that's... When was it supposed to come out? Next month. I was trying to move my mouse, but it's still, like, connected to my work laptop, not my personal laptop. 
All good. Okay, so Morbius moved back a little bit. Yeah. Whatever. You're more excited about this one than I am. I've I've gotten less excited because it hasn't been as in my face. So that just goes to show you marketing really does matter. Yeah, that's why Suicide Squad had the biggest week one to two drop off of any movie in history. Not that they made bad. So, they made so much money in that first week. And then everybody realized, wait, 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 wait. It's actually not as good as the marketing made it, made my hype level believe. Not that bad. And uh, it was, so it was originally supposed to, we're talking Morbius now, not Suicide Squad, which isn't that bad. It was originally supposed to come out July 10th, 2020. Then it moved to July 31st, 2020. And then Mm -hmm. COVID moved it. That first move was just a move. Then COVID moved it to March 19th, 2021. So like I said, it was supposed to come out next month. And then now it's October. Okay. Yeah. My, so my, my interest level around this movie pretty much is, it really only has to deal with the fact that I'm, I'm just interested to see how it ties into Spider-Man. Same. Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Michael Keaton's in it, right? Michael Keaton is in it, but so is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's the right. interesting part. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we know we got multiverse shit happening and that's all opening up. So that's kind of the only reason I'm interested in this movie. Past that, I don't really care that much. Cool. Um, another Avengers movie is coming, just not in phase four. Uh, I believe this will be the first phase without an Avengers movie, but I mean, yes. it's, it's to mm-hmm. be expected. We got to We got to reshuffle the deck a little bit, you know, get everybody yep. back on the board, back in the game. Yep. Um, speaking of getting people back in the game, we'll talk about it later on, but Chris Evans. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. little, little teaser for you guys. So mm-hmm. bing, bing. <laughs> Kevin Feige teases Secret Invasion. So uh, they, he says that they chose a series over film to do something different than we've done before. That's a quote from him. And he's interested in the political paranoia aspect. I wonder why. Couldn't be anything happening currently in the world or anything. And no, no. I think it's totally random. Probably. He uh, wants to showcase Sam, that's Sam Jackson, and Ben Mendelsohn. And he says... As you do. Yes, of course. Because those guys are phenomenal. And he says it won't match the scope of the comics, so it's not going to have an in-game sized cast. And when he says the scope of the comics, that's interesting because when uh, Captain Marvel was coming out, we all thought it was going to be a secret invasion thing, right? Because the scrolls are a big part of that, and it wasn't. Right. They flipped it on his head. The scrolls were actually the good guys. But in the comics, yeah. people had been undercover scrolls for like years. Right. Like heroes that we knew, like had been scrolls for like a decent amount of time, and so. I won't say it's totally upsetting that it's not going to be the same scope as the comics, but I am a little disappointed. Yeah. And, and how, so like, how do they do this since the scrolls are the good guys? Um, it's got to like be like a faction? faction. Yeah. Another faction of scrolls, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm down for whatever series they want to throw into my eye holes, um, my ear holes. If I could eat it, that'd be cool too. I don't care. Is is remind? We're getting a uh, Nick Fury show, right? Um, are we? I th- I don't remember. I thought I can't remember if that was one of the ones announced because if they're obviously doing it in in a series form, I would think that would be the show. That maybe they've... this is the Nick Fury show. That's what I'm thinking. 
Yes, Samuel L. Jackson to play Nick Fury in Disney Plus series. So I'm yeah, I'm okay. I'm thinking that's that's what this is gonna be. Which I mean, it's fine. A little upset that oh. it's not kind of like an overarching kind of thing that we're getting like in the comics. Um I thought it could play out in the background. Like a huge event. Yeah, I thought it could play out in the background. Yeah. Not necessarily bring in the big bad as the this scroll faction or whatever, but at least play in the background for a few movies, some of the TV shows or something. But I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I want to say one of the main one of the main villains from that storyline is called like Super Scroll or something like that. He's just like a like it just a crazy badass scroll. Uh Super Scroll, yes. He looks yeah. kinda, he looks kind of like Hobgoblin and Green Goblin mixed together. Yep. Yeah, so we'll probably see Super Scroll. You you, you um, got he'll you, probably you have think. a different name. His real name is Clert. Clert. K L apostrophe R T. Your friendly neighborhood clerk. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, there we go. That's that's what our secret war, our secret invasion rather, is going to be in the yeah. MCU. Uh, I'm with it. Strictly rumors here coming up. Just rumors. Black Widow is uh, rumored to premiere in theaters and on Disney Plus premiere access. Same kind of deal as Mulan. I will actually pay for this one though if it does come to uh, Disney Plus. Unlike Mulan, Same. so. Same. Did we not know this before? I thought this was already kind of established. No, we didn't. Okay. It's It's been speculation, and now it's just more speculation. It's just kind of ramping okay. up again. Because it was speculated, died down, now another rumor. But, cool. I mean, it, they've got to, so. Um, when was Black Widow supposed to come out originally? Was it 2020? Yeah. End of the year? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say November. Give me two That sounds seconds. right. Seconds. Uh, release. Oh, God. This is a big-ass paragraph. All right. It was, okay. It was actually May. May se- Wait. No, that's the... It's scheduled to be released on May 7th, 2021. Um, okay. But it doesn't say how it's... It is set to be released in IMAX and will be the first. Okay. So, I guess we knew that it was coming in may on in theaters i guess but maybe we didn't know the disney premiere part gotcha um yeah yeah i'll pay for this one 30 bucks i don't i don't care doesn't matter i'll watch it a couple times yeah and to answer your first your original question it was originally scheduled to be released may 1st 2020 then in early march they moved it to april 2020 then to november 2020 so okay well there you have it so it was november at one point cool um, Kevin Feige says some Spider-Man three casting rumors are shockingly close, but others are fake. So I just wanted to ask you real quick, which one do you think is fake? Okay. <sighs> okay. It, well, it, my thing is what's a rumor and what's confirmed. Like, I feel like yes. a lot of the news that we've heard seem to be confirmed. Yeah. I, and Jamie Foxx, we know. Yeah, that's, um, that's confirmed. Toby and Andrew Garfield seemed like a sure thing when the news came out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did it not? No, yeah, I I thought it did too. Okay, so we're going multiverse, right? So we're I'm saying that Toby and Garfield, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about Kirst? All right, I got a list here from Newsweek. Of it says. It says all of the Marvel stars rumored to be returning is what it says here. Okay, let's go down the list. All right. It says rumored, and the first one is Tom Holland. All right. 
So we what know- if he's not? What if he's not in it? He's the only one I haven't heard about. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. So I'm just going to go down the list, even the stupid mm-hmm. ones. So Tom Holland, obviously, yes. Benny Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred Molina as Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, let's just go down the list first. Okay. Toby Maguire, Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, Jamie Foxx, Electro, Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane, Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy, Charlie Cox, Daredevil, Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, Thomas Hayden Church, Sandman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mysterio, Michael Keaton, Vulture. That's all the ones on this list. Okay. Daredevil, no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no for Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say no for Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. Although... I'm going to say no for Kirsten Dunst. I'm going to say no for Emma Stone. Especially since she's dead. Um, no for Daredevil. No for Kirsten. No for Emma. And then, like, Toby and Andrew, they seem they seem confirmed. Mm-hmm. And then anybody else who's in the Sinister Six, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Sandman, maybe no. Okay, I was looking especially at this. since we've already had, we've already had like the elemental guys in the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Maybe Sandman's a no. Maybe okay. I was also looking. I just pulled up this other article. This is Screen Rant, and this says every character returning to Spider-Man three so far, which leads you to think that these have that been confirmed. confirmed. But we got yep. we got Tom Holland, obviously Zendaya, uh, Jacob Batalon, Ned, you know, uh, Flash Thompson, um, Marissa Tomei. Uh, Benny Cumberbatch, Jamie Foxx, Alfred Molina, uh, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, Kirsten Dunst, and Charlie Cox is also on this list. But that's that's the extent of this list. Right. I don't know. It's really it's really interesting. But uh, you say Sandman. If I'm gonna say one that's wrong, I will say <laughs> Sandman's got to be the only one. Like I I swear that Alfred Molina was confirmed. I thought so. Willem Dafoe, I remember not knowing that and you telling me while we were recording an episode and I looked it up and saw it. So that's my only other one that would be like maybe no because I hadn't heard it too many times or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a so, toss up. So you know, you know Variety, right? The website, the magazine, Variety. I've heard of it, yes. Would you think of them as like a pretty reputable f- source? I feel like they're kind of like they're kind of like, um, shit, I don't know. Like people? Like any celebrity um, news, I don't believe it until people has posted it because they're pretty like on it. You know what I mean? What was I thinking? Like Hollywood Reporter? Okay, yeah. The Hollywood like Reporter. They're very reputable. So, yeah. So like Hollywood Reporter, Variety, Collider. I feel like those are all some solid sources. Mm-hmm. They all say Alfred Molina is returning. Mm-hmm. Just straight up returning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go ahead and throw him in the mix. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know. Like, where where are they even getting this information? <laughs> and really I, I, what, if, what if Kevin Feige and Marvel are just like, they're the ones starting these rumors. They're just like throwing shit out just to confuse people. And so nobody really knows what's going on. Or this last quote from Feige is just to throw people off the scent. When the game's the game is already up, yeah, you know we already know about all this shit. Yeah, like we know it's multiverse, so like all these people could 
come back and th- it's not like fucking wild people people like oh the fucking pizza boss that peter got fired from like it, it's like things right. that make sense for what looks to be the future yeah and yeah and what's kind of interesting is is look this hollywood reporter article here you know we just kind of decided that that's kind of a reputable source mm. they don't give a source at all except for some website some other outlet saying that they spotted him on set uh melina mm. and then in here they do say marvel and sony had no comment mm. yep i'll believe it i i um, i believe everybody except for charlie cox yep yep yeah i think so too although Although Feige did just say, yes, exactly. <laughs> the the heroes from the shows are not out of the mix. He did. Somebody asked him about that, and he gave a long pause, and then he said, "What he said." So they have plans. They got plans for him, which is good. Good for those guys because yeah, most everybody except for Iron Fist, great. That's what I was gonna say. I think they they should recast Iron Fist. Um, although I did think Iron Fist season two was better than season one. I think that they. They they redid they picked a new director a new showrunner mm. writers mm-hmm. and I think the character of Iron Fist was better in season two than he was in season one mm-hmm. but he's still I'm just not a big fan of that actor I think gotcha yeah maybe once I'm done with Clone Wars and uh, Doctor Who I'll go back and watch watch those and you never watched Luke Cage right I didn't I didn't watch a lot of them I I, I watched Daredevil one Jessica Jones one. And then I've seen bits and pieces of other shit. So, dude, both seasons of Luke Cage are really good. Um, season one has uh, who? Dude playing Blade. I don't know why I can't think of his name. Mahershala. Mahershala. Yeah. Season one has Mahershala as the main villain, um, and he's really good in it. And then season two, I think season two is even better. Mm-hmm. Iron Fist is in it for a little bit, and there's a good, there's a really good crossover episode where they fight together. Iron Fist teaches Luke Cage about how to like center his chi and just like chill out sometimes um and they have like a really dope like tandem fight scene the villain in season two is really cool too mm. the fight um, scenes so, in dude, those big recommend the fight scenes in those shows were always like top notch yeah yeah especially daredevil yeah oh yeah that hallway scene yeah iconic the hallway scene in the first season the stairwell scene in the second season yeah did you watch the second season no Okay. It's well, on my Punisher's list. What are the eight episodes, ten episodes, thirteen episodes? Uh, I think it's like eight or ten. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I can, I can burn through those real quick. All three seasons of Daredevil are really good. Okay. That's probably the best show overall of those, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Figured. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, and now to what Clay teased earlier. Chris Evans is in talk to return to the MCU. This is definitely going to be in a minor role, right? We're not going to get another Captain like, America movie. I'm thinking maybe. I'm thinking maybe like a mentor for the Young Avengers or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which yeah. it says he's in talks to return for something, a future project with the option with like there's like, like they're working out details for other smaller things in the future as well. So mm-hmm. he couldn't stay yeah, away. Yeah. No, I mean, and I'm cool with having Captain America still in the mix here. I mean, what, he came out of the ice for a few years and then he's done? Like, no, nah, I mean, Captain America, he's one of the main, like, obviously Iron Man, 
he has his like role within this universe. But Captain America is, I feel like almost even more important just because of like the fact that he's like a symbol, he's a mentor, he's the leader, the you know, first Avenger. Thing, so yeah, yeah. Which well, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Well, I was I was going to say that Captain Marvel coined the term Avenger, mm-hmm. which is just just a detail. I was just going off the title of the first movie. Right, right. Also, he existed before anybody else. Exactly. Um. So how are they going to... Because you got to think we're getting young Chris Evans. We're not getting old man Cap mentoring these guys, right? No. Exactly. No. So how, how are they going to bring him back, do you think? Time time stuff. Yeah, we got time travel now. Fuck it. I mean, and we, we, have, got we have alternate we have dimensions multiver- now, multiverse. Yeah. Right, we have a multiverse yeah. open, opening up. We have... Yeah, interdimensional shit. Yeah, stupid question. Temporal shit. So you know, many, they can so do. They can literally do whatever they want. Cool. I mean, I'm down with it. I like Chris Evans. He seems like a real cool dude. <laughs> he does seem like a real cool dude. <laughs> um, and what's what's kind of, I don't know. If it's not really funny or really super notable or interesting, but he's very outspoken politically on Twitter. Oh, so yeah. he's kind of like. He's kind of like a political leader in his own way. And I want to say he, I want to say at one point he had like a policy meeting with, with like some con some people in Congress, like some senators or something. And I think he actually had a hand in like a piece of policy at some point within the past couple of years. Wow. Yeah. Um, before we move on, can we talk about WandaVision, which now has a score on Rotten Tomatoes? Of course we can lead the way. Did you see it? I, I sent it to you fool. Oh, well, I mean, I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it on social media anyways. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's at, let's see here, 94%. Uh-huh. Um, synops- or the consensus from the critics says that it's part loving homage to TV history, part off-kilter mystery. WandaVision is a wonderfully weird and strikingly bold step into the small screen for the MCU and a perfect showcase for Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. So, wow. Awesome. We're in there. And it we're comes out tomorrow. Home. Yeah. Tonight yeah. at 3 a.m. Well, it comes out in less than two hours, right? It, it, or oh, or is it uh, is it 3 a.m.? I think it might be because 3 a.m. Because of the West Coast. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. Like, I live on the East Coast. Give it to me. Right, right. Yeah. Because I'm off work tomorrow. I would us? stay up and watch it. Yeah, uh, I'm the opposite. I have to get up early for work tomorrow, so I would not stay up. Yeah. Maybe I would just do an all-nighter and not go to sleep. Just walk into the office wired. There you totally go. just like yeah <laughs> we'll run through Let's this it, guys. bachelor stuff real quick for you then I, I think we can get you out of here in 15 minutes okay let's see what we can do okay um so yes bachelor episode two um so before we start they've been doing this weird thing all right you know usually at the beginning they're like tonight on the bachelor and they give you basically what the fuck happens in the episode. I don't like mm-hmm. those because it just gives too much away. Like I'm about to watch it. I don't need to see this whole like five minute long preview of what I'm about to watch. So those are stupid, mm-hmm. but now they've been yep. doing these cold opens. They did one the first week with um, the dildo girl, Kate, Kate, yep. Katie, Katie. Yes. Um, and then they did one this week with old girl about to pass out. And those are just kind of jarring the way they have them edited. So I don't like those either. Like just, play the damn right. show yeah it's almost like so i uh one of the things i've been watching recently i've been just having breaking bad playing in the background while i'm working mm-hmm. just going back through it since episode one and in Bra- you never watched breaking bad did you i watched the first like four episodes okay so not really so 
each episode of Breaking Bad, it starts with it starts with kind of like a foreshadowed scene, mm-hmm. and then the consecutive episode it'll add a little bit more to it. The next episode will add a little bit more to it, mm-hmm. and then like later on in the season, you'll see what that scene's actually from. Cool. That's kind of what they're doing here. Yeah, I don't like it though. No, I think it probably works in Breaking Bad. Doesn't work for The Bachelor. Yep, agreed. That's just something I had to get off my chest because it's something new they're doing to replace something old that I also didn't like. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's replacing something that you were married to, though. So, no pun intended on the marriage thing. But, uh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, this week on The Bachelor, we got our one-on-one with Bree. Excuse me, I had mm-hmm. a little burp. One on one with Bree, they go uh, four wheeling. They turn it over. They flip the shit. <laughs> he flips a- after fl- he says, "Do, do you, you trust, trust me?" me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we're <laughs> yeah, great. But I mean, they're they're laughing about it. They're like, "Oh, that's so funny." Uh, then they yeah. get. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I I didn't really have anything to say, but. And then it's nice that they get to go into this like sexy little hot tub situation. Right. He takes some random hot tub out there. Takes off his shirt to fucking chop this wood with like, they give him like the tiniest fucking, it's not even like a full size ax. It's like a hatchet. It's like a little hatchet. But he's trying to swing it like he's got like a big massive ax. Yep. Doing too much. Yep. He's no Mike. Hey, I mean, at least he looks good doing it. True. But he's no Mike. I rides for my man, Mike. Meanwhile, we've got Victoria just stirring up shit with the girls. Like, yep. I don't. Un- usual. I don't understand. She's just annoying as fuck. Like, she's not even a good villain. She just annoys the fuck out of me. Dude, she's she's just the worst. Like, that's that's all there really is to say about it. Like, I feel like the only reason they put her on the show is because she put in this absolute batshit audition video or some or something, and and they just decided like, look. We need this girl. Like the rest of these girls are are like goody goodies. Yeah. You know, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of shit happening between them. Like put this girl on the show just to breed chaos. Yeah. And that's what she does. Pretty much. Uh, Jessica was convinced that she was an actress um, that they planted on the show. I was like, no, I don't think she's an actress. I think she's just a crazy bitch. And she realizes the attention is going to get her more screen time. So I saw something about her recently about her, her like personal life and she's into a bunch of different stuff. Like she, she's supposedly like some real estate person. She is like a quote unquote influencer, things like that. So, so she might have a little bit of like a, not like she's not an actor, but she's got aspirations for like fame. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something there. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not going to get many people on your side. Like, this is not going to get you fans. You never know. Uh, you never know. True. True. I mean, you never know. I mean, if anything, if anything, there's going to be another show out there that could use just an absolute <laughs> shithead character like that. For sure. I mean, Nick Vial, he was the villain on his season and he became The Bachelor. He was not yep. a villain like okay, this. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Victoria will never be the Bachelorette. Well, pff, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Maybe Paradise. I don't even want to see her there, honestly. I don't want to see her in a bathing suit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Jesus. Okay. So we get a group date with 18 of these women. I'm not going to name them all because it's 18 women. And um, 
Yeah, it ridiculous. looks like they're again, again with the bridal photo shoots. Like, I don't like this date. Like, all right, I don't pick you, and I've got pictures with you in a fucking wedding dress, and I'm in a tux. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this bullshit? And then if just I do get, get picked, you up. still have photos with these. You know what I mean? Right. Ugh. Just to get, just to get all the girls riled up. Oh God, I hated Victoria's role in this whole picture taking thing. She basically just walked up and just like butted her way in. Right. And then like, and then was so extra about it, like kiss me, kiss me. He didn't even seem like he wanted to be taking pictures with her. He probably doesn't want her on the show, but the producer's like, keep her, keep her. We need the drama. And she, and she makes out, she like shoves her tongue down his throat every single time she gets close to him. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, okay. Uh, at one point, I think it was later on in the episode, we might get to it, but she was like, oh, are you just going to let me leave without like kissing me? <laughs> and, and he was probably thinking like, well, I was going to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh like he knows he's not picking this chick he's just keeping her around to keep the producers happy well chris harrison is telling him to keep her around exactly and and shit after after the last season with claire i mean chris harrison gets what he wants at least to an extent here (laughs) we gotta hook this guy up a couple times uh yeah so this bridal picture date turns into capture the heart which is kind of like capture the flag but with paint guess uh-huh. and they do the and thing there are literally no rules yeah no not, not a single rule i yeah i couldn't follow really the game just get the heart and bring it back i guess yeah there are people like smashing cakes onto each other at one point somebody swung a purse and i think hit um like kit in the face or somebody yeah no it's <laughs> i mean it's it's just a free-for-all it's somebody a shit ends up with like a heart or something at some point but yeah before that it's just a free-for-all to shit show which is cool because because we don't like the bridal pictures, right? Exactly. So they decided, yeah. let's fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with it. So it's the, it's one of those things where losing team doesn't get to go to that little cocktail hour or whatever the fuck they have. So the red team wins. That's Piper, Kylie, Serena P, MJ, Jess, uh, Jessenia. God, I always fuck up her name. Jessenia. Thank you. Yep. L- Lauren, Kayla, Kit, Mari, and Victoria. Blah. Of course. Of course. Uh, so, you know. Solid solid team other than Victoria. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's it's not good. Um, so, yeah. And this is where we get to what you were talking about where he's doing his, like, one-on-one. And she's just like, uh, mm-hmm. I, can I have a kiss? Or whatever the fuck she says. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then our girl, Lauren, who's, I don't think she's going to win, but I think she's going to go far. Uh, she's the lawyer. She gets the the rose she's the north carolina girl right no that's kayla oh that's right uh this is wait which wait which one's lauren i don't have it up in front of she's me. the lawyer um black girl lawyer oh yeah, yeah yeah yep yep she's solid yeah don't don't know that she's gonna win but she's doing she's doing yeah her thing yeah i don't think so she's win. she's wins i i think abigail wins um but i think she goes she goes pretty far um agreed then we we get a one on one with Sarah, and she talks about her dad having ALS, and she opens up mm-hmm. about that and how how you know sad it is to see what this disease does to him. And he's already outlived his uh his like prognosis. Yeah, yeah, five years I think they said, and he's like, he's yeah he's done five, mm-hmm. and um, and she's here, which I mean solid sacrifice there yeah and matt matt acknowledges that he's like she she could be with her dad but she's here with me like he said he feels honored i think is what he said 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Matt, I think, I think Matt handled that really well. I mean, he definitely, he definitely appreciates what she's doing. For yeah, sure. for sure. And, like, she's there for a reason. Um, while she has this like really terrible thing going on at home. Yeah. And it seems like she was probably, she was probably taking care of her dad and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like she probably lived with him. It sounded like, yeah. So, and you could tell like yeah. when they, in, during the first part of their date before dinner, he was asking about her family is she was talking about her family. You could tell like she was like holding he back said, on something. He, yeah. He said, and what about your dad? Like, how does he feel about you being here? Mm-hmm. And she, she paused and she didn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. She just said like, my dad is so great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's this, he's that. Yeah. Um, Which, didn't answer the question. No. And, and me and Leo, as we're watching it, we're like, okay, that wasn't an answer. So what's going on there? Right. And then obviously, you know, the, the rest of it comes out shortly after that. Yeah. Right. When um, she paused, I was like, did her dad like leave her and her mom? Like, is he in jail? Or like, I had no idea. Cause it, it didn't, right. it was like a, a pregnant pause. Like there was some weight behind it. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, Sarah seems like a good chick. What I thought was kind of funny is that he took, you know, for the first one-on-one, they were on a four-wheeler, mm-hmm. flipped it, and then it's like, okay, for the second one, let's get up in a plane, <laughs> see what happens there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Good stuff. But um, but so so Sarah, in some of the previews, we have seen, we have seen them talk about a girl who might be having a transactional relationship with people. Do you remember that at all from some of the previews? Yeah, I've seen some, it multiple and they, times. I think they actually say sugar baby or something at one point. Sugar daddy. Yeah, they essentially say that one of the girls is either like a sugar baby or like a hooker mm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I do recall that. And they hint that it's Sarah. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that they kind of they flash her, but they flash her face before they show it mm. or before they say it. Um, and I even watched a breakdown recently where they they kind of like got into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you never know with the previews and who they decide to like. There are there are like bait and switches all the time with that type of thing. Yeah. So we'll see. I can't imagine it's Sarah. She seems like such a good chick. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it is either. Maybe it's Victoria. Dude, that would be sweet. <laughs> too obvious, though. I think. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, I feel like I feel like Kit kind of handles herself. I feel like she wears fur and stuff. I was gonna say if I had to guess somebody, it would be Kit. <laughs> But I know she's like your I feel girl. like she wears fur. She does. Huh? I, I said she does. Yeah. But but I don't well, know. We'll see. I'm excited to find out. So am I. And we know there's more girls coming here in the future in the next couple of weeks. True, including the never been kissed girl from Colton season. Yeah. 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 Uh so we go to cocktail hour and once again, um Victoria's starting shit. She, she, uh, well, first is this when she blows up the night? Yeah. But first Marilyn comes in and cause she didn't get to go on a date with Matt. And she's like, I I feel like you forgot about me. Like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you told me your favorite flower is an orchid. Look what I got you. And he had an orchid. So I had a solid chat. I don't know who this chick is. Like, I don't remember her at all, but obviously Matt does. So I'm probably going to add her to my pick for next week. Well, We'll see how it goes with uh, this drama. I think maybe she goes home here. You think? Because I think we know that Victoria doesn't go home here. Because we see her in the previews mm-hmm. after this. We do. Maybe he keeps both. But why? I don't know. And if if Marilyn okay, so, goes... Like, I know... 
I know she's probably not going to win, but if Maryland goes and Victoria stays, that's so fucked because Victoria's obviously making all this shit up. Like every right, other girl right. in the it house is like, Maryland is so sweet. She would never say things like that. If you Okay, we've, my, we've jumped into the frust- argument here. What frustrated me is that Matt just went right into the rose ceremony without getting a second opinion or like literally all these girls live together in the same fucking place. Yeah. Like ask around a little bit. Hey, did anybody see any of this stuff? Does anybody know about any of this stuff? Mm -hmm. And then literally anybody he asked would be like, no, Victoria's fucking lying. Yeah. Like she's just trying to start shit. She wants to dude, Victoria. (laughs) I, okay. I don't really like hate people. Um, I think I might actually hate Victoria. One of her quotes, one of her quotes in her little testimonial, it's like, so whenever, whenever people try to like start shit on this show, it's typically like, she's not here for the right reasons. And I think she should go home because of that, Mm -hmm. you know, or like her heart's not in the right place. Or she has said straight up that, you know, she doesn't really have feelings. She should go home. Victoria in her fucking testimonial legitimately straight up said word for word um i think that she just needs to go home because i hate her yeah yeah literally that's what she said so fuck <laughs> we're sitting we're sitting here like dude fuck this girl to hell and back like oh my god she sucks so much and i think there's a chance that marilyn actually goes home because matt's not gonna do his due diligence about it but i mean we'll see yeah no yeah i agree with you like because every other girl looked lately, they looked Victoria in the face and they said, oh like, I don't want to call you a liar, but that doesn't sound like something Marilyn would say. She's like the sweetest girl, all this other stuff. Matt's Dude. like, and Matt even says, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And he pulls Marilyn he aside, doesn't. but then that like, that's kind of it. Right. And Marilyn's just like, I don't know why, like literally this stuff isn't true. Yeah. Like, look, like it's not who I am. And she's the sweetest girl. Like she seems like a sweetheart. Yeah. And dude, and then she goes up to Victoria. God, I fucking hate this interaction between them so much. Oh, yeah. Victoria is such a little bitch. Literally, she doesn't even seem like she knows how to interact like with people. Mm-hmm. She definitely doesn't know how to have a serious conversation like this because Marilyn is so nice about it. She's like, Victoria, like I just want to sit down and talk this through. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna I wanna know like what What's the problem? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to get past anything so you and I, you know, can be friends and like get along. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? And Victoria's just like, "Um, no, no, no. I don't want to sit by you. Like, don't sit on the same couch as me. Like, I don't want to sit by you. Yeah, because she's just, Marilyn's like, it's a little loud. Can I come over there so we can actually like talk and hear each other? She's like, no. She's like, no, no, no. Like, don't come near me. I don't want to be by you. Um, And then it's like, (laughs) she's like, well, look. Like, I apologize if something, you know, if, if, if you, like, misconstrued something. And Victoria goes, thank you. And then Marilyn keeps talking, like, because, like, this. And then and then Victoria just goes, yeah, look, I accept your apology, but, like, I'm literally not even, I'm not interested in talking to you, like, at all. Like, I, you're the worst, and I don't want to be around you right now. Like, don't sit on the same couch as me. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And she actually sounds like that when she talks. No, I, yeah, that was spot on. Like, Jesus Christ, like, I want to, like, just, like, take a nail, take nails and just two hammers, two nails, and just bonk, 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 just drill them into my ears when I hear that girl speak. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're done talking about Victoria because the next thing is Sarah passing out. So I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Who's worse, Claire or Victoria? 
Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm going to pick Victoria because I at least think that Claire's heart was in what she was doing. Okay. I do think, I don't, I do think that Claire is at least genuine mm-hmm. in the things that she was doing. Victoria is just this, like, she's basically, she's basically Mona Lisa Ralphio from Parks and Rec. <laughs> Like that's that's essentially who she is, <laughs> and she literally is the worst. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay, I agree with that. Um, that assessment. God, she she is horrible. All right, so we move on to the rose ceremony, and he's passing out the roses. Boom, 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 boom. Sarah, who already has a rose, we discussed her. Her father has ALS. She got the rose on the date. Mm-hmm. She starts feeling woozy. She's like takes a step back. She's about to pass out. She's like, I'm seeing stars and shit. The producers come At over. At one point, she said, I can't see. <laughs> I'm blacking so out. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, they get the producers. They get the medics. Everybody. Matt comes over there. Uh, they're like, what? yep. what's going on? And then it's to be continued. To be continued. I was so pissed because, you know, we have a bracket and I wanted to see. Right. I wanted to see if mm-hmm. I was going to get. Um, My first thought was, what does this mean for our bracket? Does it just get extended a week? Well, the uh, the week locks when the episode starts, so mm-hmm. they'll just add the points after said rose ceremony. So if there's a rose ceremony at the end of the next episode as well, then we'll get points for two and three. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, kind of scary with Sarah. Yeah. She probably locked Not her legs. Sure. Yeah, yeah. When I was in ROTC, when we would stand at attention, they always said, don't lock your knees. Yeah. Or you'll pass out. Yeah. And sure enough, um, there we go. Um, yeah. And she seemed, she seemed to kind of be like, like stressed out before that too. Just like with the circumstances of the night, mm-hmm. because Victoria basically blew the night up. Like yeah. they were, I mean, there were plenty of girls that like wanted to spend time with Matt that didn't get to. I mean, the classic thing, whenever somebody ruins a night. Yeah by just like starting bullshit drama. Mm-hmm. Um, she seemed to be, she had a testimonial before that and she seemed to be like fairly stressed out just about the events. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it just doesn't take much to, to put that girl over the edge. <laughs> maybe not. I hope she's okay. I mean, we see her in previews. I feel like down the line. Yeah, I think so. so too. But yeah. yep, that's our episode. Clay, I said 15 minutes. It was 18. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll give you three minutes later. Well, that's time I can't get back. It's not, but it was time well spent. I'm just going to wake up three minutes later in the morning. It's fine. All right. Uh, It was time well spent. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for joining us on Masters of the Cultureverse. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. Send us an email with a question, an announcement, a shout-out. We don't care. Tell somebody happy birthday. Tell yourself happy birthday. I don't give a fuck. Say whatever you want. I'll read it on the air. Clay might read it on the air. Who knows? Make sure you I send might. those two. You won't. <laughs> I said I might. I thought you said I won't. <laughs> I, I sure as hell won't. Don't speak for me, buddy. <laughs> uh, email those to masters.cultureverse at gmail.com. Make sure you give us five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts, please. It helps us out. I'm Clay. Damn it. I did it again. I'm <laughs> And I'm Caleb. <laughs> I'm Caleb. That's Clay. We're the Masters of the Cultureverse. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Ain't got this shit knockin' low